The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us um, this morning. And by the way, guys, um, I apologize, those of you who are watching on the video platforms. Uh, this is why you don't want Bill Gates in charge of vaccines at all. Uh, you get up to start things and, uh, because your computer has an update that happened overnight, it downloaded and it wants to do that. It wants to restart and do all this other stuff. It starts messing with sound and other things. And until you restart it and let it do its thing, you, you just are going to have those problems. So, we were a little late starting today. Those of you wondering where the sound was and why the clock wasn't counting and stuff, clock automatically starts at five five minutes, and if I flip it over there every, every time, that's where it starts. So just letting you guys know who are on the video platforms what was going on there, okay? If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, you can check out that video feed at um, on my Twitter account, FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. <clears throat> My Periscope account is setting brush fire. Some of you are joining us uh, on Periscope from Red State. We appreciate you guys as much uh, as uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm a little. Uh, I get nervous when stuff isn't working properly. Uh, I feel very relaxed when it when it is. Uh, Facebook Bradley Dean S O L. YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We're on BeforeIt'sNews.com and also on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. You can also find us at Spreely Gab MeWe Minds and USA.Life under Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. We don't have the phone lines open again today. Apparently there's some problems with with that as well. well. So appreciate all of you guys joining us. Today we've got something, um, sort of an extension of yesterday. Uh, Wednesdays are our rotten to the core. Wednesdays we talk about what's going on in education, uh, legislation-wise, the usurpation, uh, especially in the federal government, and, uh, and that's problematic. Um, and I've got a little sniffle thing going on, so I feel like I'm about to sneeze, sneeze big time here. But we decided to bring Lynn back on for a second day because there's just tons of information here. And um, <clears throat> she had the time to do that, so there's tons of information here. Now, let me let you in on something. Somebody's asking, you know, vote constitutionally, this, that, and the other. I can tell you this. 
I'm going to do my best to try to get in touch. Yes, I am. You can find me on uh, Parler. Excuse me. You can find me on Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, Tim Brown. Uh, you can find me there. And uh, by the way, when you're asking about candidates, uh, other than the two dog bowls that you get fed by the media and the two parties who are controlling you, both of them are controlling you and they're using you. Both of them are tyrants in one respect or another. There are people that you can vote for. And I'm looking to bring on some of these presidential candidates. Uh, Lord willing, tomorrow we're going to have the Constitution Party's Don Blankenship on. And I'm going to look to just bring people on. Whether I agree with them or not is really not the issue. It's just kind of to show you there are other choices out there. If you want if you want to make the effort for the choice, well, you can't. they can't win and this, that, and the other. Well, wait a minute. They can win if people get behind them and quit voting their fears, who quit holding on to the two parties who've done nothing for you except put you further in debt infringe on your liberties, lie to you. That's what you've got with both parties. The murder of the unborn, both parties. Again, I want to bring some people on who can speak to that. But before we do that, we're going to bring on Lynn Taylor, the Common Core Diva, and say good morning, Lynn. Well, hello. We are (laughs) certainly... Having fun this morning, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Lynn was trying to call in, and everything wouldn't come through, and uh, it was driving me crazy. And then I had to restart like one minute before the show. So uh, enough of the problems here. We're going to get to the solutions, but we, we do have to expose some some issues in the public school system. Now, uh, as I started yesterday, I read Deuteronomy 6. Here's the issue. Deuteronomy 6 tells us that it is the, it is the job of mom and dad to know the Creator, to have His commandments in their heart, and to teach those things to their children. That's what Deuteronomy 6 says. You call yourself a Christian, hold to the Scriptures. Okay, So it tells us to do that. Why in the world do we have public schools in the way that we have them? Now, I'm not against public schools, uh, because, and, and let me define that. A public school is something that involves the public, but the public locally. In other words, moms and dads are in control of that school and whatever teacher they have in that school, okay? They determine what's going to be taught in there. Not the state, not the federal government, not a school board. Mom and dad does. And, um, and they're the ones paying for it, not everybody else. I'm for that kind of public school. Although, the best remedy is for mom and dad to be doing it at home. Now, with that said... Lynn, we've got some stuff coming into the American public indoctrination centers we call public schools that should be very concerning to a lot of people. A lot of people, we're not even going to talk about the Islam factor here, uh, which has come into the schools. But we're talking about straight-up earth worship, uh, Satanism, and a UN agenda that's brought to you by none other than where this has been established, Billy Graham, which I'm not surprised by. Some people may think, well, why are you surprised with Billy Graham? If you go back and you read uh, the book Evangelicalism uh, Divided, I think it's by uh, Andrew Murray, or Ian Murray. Maybe I'm missing the name there, but it's Murray. Uh, You can find it on Amazon. You can find it anywhere. You'll see how Billy Graham was opposed when he started by those who preached the true gospel. Not the one that says, and won't you come? And won't you come? It was a call to repentance of sin that the, the true gospel held, and Billy's was based off of Charles Finney, which was coming to the anxious bench, feeling a little bad, and going away feeling good, with really no real change in your heart. 
uh, and in your life. And so with that said, I'm going to turn it over to Lynn. Lynn, what do you got for us today? Because there's, there's a bunch of stuff that's showing that this is really problematic for our children and for our future. Right. And I just want to point out one thing. This is not just in our public schools. This is in our museums, our libraries. It's in every after school program. It's in every community wide place that you could possibly find where the sustainable development goals have been uh, foisted upon communities. So we need to really make sure that we're showing that this is available not just to our public school children, but to children in uh, private schools or parochial schools or home schools or, you know, uh, when you go to your parks and rec department, you go to nature centers, you go to any of these sorts of places, this uh, Gaia worship is really starting to show up. And what, why I even wrote this article about radical upheaval, uh, I really should have probably called it something like God mockers because it so flies in the face of our, our Lord and Savior, our Creator, the, the one who died for us on the cross, the one who has made everything that we see for our benefit so that we would be able to have a wonderful life and then serve Him. And this guy of worship that is snuck in, it caught my attention by a post, and that's that first image where you see the people in the trees, if you'll show that for everyone. This was a post that was on Facebook, and one of my dear friends who uh, trades research with me, she posted this very, very uh, smartly, and she said, you know, if you really embrace the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, you better get used to dancing in trees, or would you rather dance around uh, an Ark of Hope? Now, I've got some words about the Ark of Hope and that sort of thing, but if you really want to see... One of the ways that um, people are mocking God, you go to this Ark of Hope, and I hope you can pull that website up, Tim, because you can read how the Ark was made. You can read who made it and the images that are on it. And I don't know if you have that up. Um, I'm on my cell phone, so I don't have my laptop with me, so I can't really see what, what you're showing. But if you could show the Ark of the Hope page, and get to the description of what it is and read that for those who can't see what's going on. Yeah, this looks to me like, I brought the page up, this looks to me like um, almost a replica of the Ark of the Covenant, except it's got uh, pictures of the earth and the trees and uh, some of this artwork Mm -hmm. that says that, you know, it's the earth that's what gives life uh, rather than God. Um, It says the Ark of Hope, a 49... Uh, inch by 32 inch by 32 inch wooden chest was created as a place of refuge for the earth charter document an international people's treaty for building a just sustainable and peaceful global society now in the 21st century now i'm just going to stop it right there there is no way to build a just society okay unless you go to the law of god there's just no way to do it because anything that you de- – see, we have people in America, Lynn, who think that mm-hmm. justice is when you find somebody who has premeditated murder. That justice is to put them in a cage for the rest of their life and make everybody in the country pay to keep them up with their clothing, food, and housing. They think that's just. They think that's justice. And this doesn't even reference that. This is – um. 
This is the place of refuge for the Earth Charter j- document. Now, do we have that? I guess we do. We, we've got it. It's called earthcharter.org. And uh, I'm going to bring that up just so people can take it. Let's just take a look at that while we're here. And if we need to go over yeah. a little bit, we'll do that. This is the yeah. Earth Charter website, folks. Turning conscience into action for a thriving earth. Well, I guess that's a good thing if you've got a biblical mindset. But what if you've got an atheistic mindset? What if you have an Islamic mindset? What if you have a communist mindset? What if you have a a fascist mindset? What if you have a socialist mindset? Uh, What if you have a Shintoist mindset? Or a Buddhist or a Hindu mindset? How does this play out in that? I mean, obviously there are different mindsets here at play, uh, Lynn. What's going on? Because here's one guy. He says, Chris Jackson... Head teacher at Avonwood Primary, Bournemouth, United Kingdom. The Earth Charter, the Earth Charter is at the core of our school and in the heart of our students. Here is um, Karen from Mexico. The Earth Charter is a foundation for my life and my work as a climate change activist. Well, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Everybody's not a climate change act- activist. So... No, but if you look at the Sustainable Development Goals, which are accessible to every kind of education entity you could even possibly think of, Tim, whether it's in public school or outside of public school, that's all they're teaching now. This is why when we were going over HR2 yesterday, I said it was going to force climate change, whether you liked it or you didn't. These are ways it's sneaking in. And one of the things about that stupid arc of hope, not only does it mock the Ark of the Covenant that God uh, had people make, but it tells you it's decorated with images from all religions and it uses images of unicorns to ward off evil. See, I told you, I I told you it's linked to this whole utopia thing. Unicorns and rainbows, that's what they're all about. Let's just take a look at this, Lynn, and then I'll let you carry on with what you've got. This comes from the Earth Charter website about mm-hmm. us. What is the Earth Charter? Let me let me give people this right quick. The Earth Charter is a document with 16 principles powering a global movement, not an American movement, not a Christian movement, a global movement. All right? When you apply it to your business, school, or community, you begin turning conscience into action to make all life on Earth thrive. Now, that's the exact opposite of what really is going on because... The UN wants to depopulate. They don't want to make life thrive. They want to depopulate. They have the same views that the Georgia Guidestones have, that Bill Gates has, that other elitists have like them. And that is to depopulate the earth, not make life thrive on it. Of course, life for them thriving is something else. It says the earth charter is an ethical, (laughs) that's a joke, foundation for actions to build to build, build, somebody messed up with the typing there, a more just, sustainable, and peaceful global society in the 21st century. It articulates a mindset of global interdependence and shared responsibility. It offers a vision of hope and a call to act, a hope for people who want to follow the devil, I mean, who don't want to follow God, that's for sure. The Earth Charter text starts with the preamble, followed by the four pillars. Uh, boy, that sounds reminiscent of something, doesn't it? Respect and care for the community of life, ecological integrity, social and economic justice, democracy, nonviolence, and peace. Something, you know, 
I'm for nonviolence and peace, but how are they going to enforce this? Well, they're going to enforce it with force, not peace and nonviolence. They're going to enforce it with guns, people. They're lying to you, okay? They're, they're, it's absolutely incredible. And it concludes with the way forward. Uh, Lynn, I'm going to turn it over to you. I want to give you as much time as you need, and then we'll go over if we have to. Okay. Well, like I said, um, you know, I've done enough research to find that churches are embracing this. And to that point, if you'll show the next image where you see the um, letters for Gaia in uh, all capitals, if you'll show that to folks, let's read that for them, okay? All right. Give me that again. Okay. It was the one that has um, Gaia in big letters. I think it was like the second image. Maybe it was the second, oh, the second or third image. one. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you got it? Okay. Yep, I got Let's it. read that for him. Gaia, one with Gaia, Mother Earth. This is the defiling, the Bible, and the true God. The Ark of the Covenant of the Old Testament. This is the anti of everything in the Bible. It is well known among Christians in the Bible prophecy that a one-world government will be led by a one-world religion and an antichrist. It will contain a cashless society, and people will take the image of the of the beast on their forehead, or, or yeah, forehand or forehead. Uh, there are churches now moving about to adopt this, and if they haven't already, the Luzan Covenant, which advocates praying the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Where is this happening? Well, it's happening here in America. And I give you the little clip there about the Lusian Covenant. The spirit was supposed to be based on the Holy Bible and getting the, the evangelical message out to the world. So I'm not sure exactly when it shifted from that to now we are actively using Jesus' name to embrace the sustainable development goals. But this is why I'm saying this is way beyond the public school. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's going it's going mainstream in the things it is. Let me let me make a couple of comments here to address a couple of people in chat if I can. Um Sure. Richard C. Brown, change your name or change your conduct, okay? Because my son is named Richard C. Brown, Richard Cameron Brown after the line of the covenant the Scottish Covenanters. Um I can't believe the theory that racist right-wingers are suffering from mental illness. This lady is no better. Um, and this guy is a total idiot. Well, if you can come with a little more than name calling, which is what your political Jersey opposition that you think is an opposition, uh, does then, Hey, bring it, bring the information, but don't go to name calling. Uh, Muhammad Shafiq, uh, the guy that, um, Kate Shimarani called out as a pedophile who is in our uh, chat on YouTube. You are not really getting the view. You say you are sons of liability. Well, Muhammad Part of the problem that you have is you don't understand we're across multiple platforms, not just on YouTube, dude. Uh, so nice try, but uh, we're going to put you in timeout, okay? And um, people can say that that's censorship or whatever. But anyway, may I say one thing? You may. <laughs> I would rather be called an idiot for God than a smart person for wrong. Oh, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. This is what these people don't understand, and this is why I call them out by name. If they're if they're going to come in here and make stupid comments, we're going to call them by name. We're going to give them the publicity that they want and show them how ignorant and stupid they really are. If they want to come on, <clears throat> guys, I would invite you to call in. 
course, you're not going to do that because you're cowards. Uh, but uh, our phone lines are down too. So that's that's not my fault. That's not something I can control. But the phone lines have been up before. So um, I'm happy to have you guys come in and comment because, again, you guys help expand. I mean, just in the comments, when you commented, it jumped like 20 viewers. So I'm happy that when you do that, you expand those algorithms and you guys don't even realize that your cruelties are swelling our ranks. So we're happy about that. Now, Lynn, um, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've told the people what I believe about Bible prophecy, especially when it comes to the book of Revelation stuff. I think Revelation, for the most part, is in our past, first century. But I think there's a plenty of application that we have from that uh, throughout history, actually. And even today, mm-hmm. I, I think that we mm-hmm. have application of what we learn from a proper interpretation. And people can check out my um, uh, radio show on the Mark of the Beast and what I say it is. And also listen, because most people, Lynn, to be honest with you, they don't know what comes in chapter 12, much less chapter 14. They just know, oh, Mark of the Beast, it's 666, it's in your right hand or forehead. Oh, can't you see? This is a vaccine. Well, they don't put a vaccine in your hand. They put it, usually, either it's in your hip or it's going in your, um, right where your elbow is. Or maybe in your shoulder. But... People don't understand how to look to Scripture. They, they're scripturally ignorant because they've been following a Darby Schofield kind of concept of interpretation, which is taking an eschatology and laying it over a theology, rather than letting the Bible simply say what it says and the time frame it says. Now, when you brought this up here, there's no doubt that these people want to go to all of these kinds of things. And this is where I say there is an application here. There's no question about it. So when people tell you, hey, you got to wear a mask, hey, you got to get a vaccine, hey, you got to take this RFID kind of branding, a chip or a, um, a, a tattoo kind of thing or whatever, I get it. That's a proper application of exactly what's going on here. And this is being pushed out not just by the UN, not by the public education, but you're saying this is being pushed out by churches. Is that correct? Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, um, when you, you talk about how everybody's embracing the Agenda 2030 and the Sustainable Development Goals, uh, you know, I provided a link in the article about radical change. It was my latest to where this also can be extended to the Satanism. And we've had several episodes about that because Satanism is using the STEM, the science, the technology, the engineering and math to go in and use it for the sustainable development goals. Because you know what? As you have pointed out, not just Christians need the world to survive. Well, of course. I mean, this is, this, this is pretty simple. So a lot of people say, well, you, um, you conservatives, you Christians, your constitution, whatever you want to call. I, 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 just, I don't even know what some of those labels even mean. Uh, because constitutionalist has been so tripped up with people saying that something is constitutional without it being constitutional. Christianity has been caught up into embracing what God condemns. Um, I mean, there's just been a standing on its head of the language, which is what socialists do. They do that, folks, in order to turn you away from what you should be doing. Um, mm-hmm. So, but... I go back to the biblical definitions, and some people will even come on. Uh, I don't even want to go into the issue of Judeo-Christian. I know the history there, folks. I know it. I didn't set that up. I didn't claim that. And I am against Judaism, and we have those kinds of things that work as well. 
But the biblical thing is, uh, the biblical understanding is very simple to me. It's really very simple. In fact, Jesus said, a child can understand these things. Why? Because a child trusts their parents, right? And if mom and dad says it, yeah, the child may have questions. Mom and dad is there to facilitate those questions. But at the same time, the child trusts mom and dad. Well, what are, what are adults supposed to do? We're supposed to trust God. Again, Deuteronomy 6 is supposed to be in our heart first, and then we pass them on to our children. So when we get to these kinds of things, Lynn, it's kind of, it's, it's very dis, uh, discouraging that people don't see this for what it is. And if they don't see this yeah. thing, I've said it time and time again, if people do the yawn thing when they hear education, this is not sexy. It's not something that's front page news. It's not this, that, and the other. It's not going to garner my attention. This is the very thing that is enslaving the minds of the next generation. Well, absolutely. And uh, why don't you head on over to um, the Luzan Covenant? I've got it. Um, The seed ideas, it was the one that was, um, oh, goodness, right under Billy Graham's name in the article. Is this the the legacy legacy of that? Uh, let's see. It was the Louisian Covenant. I oh, probably let, am slaughtering no, I that got name. It. I got it. It I is was, in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. But yeah, it should be a black and white. It, you should see where it says our legacy, and then you should see Reverend Graham's faith and yep. all that kind of stuff. I did not go in and read his opening remarks, but I wanted people to see the website, Tim, so that if they want to go on their own and look at how this covenant was was brought about, how it went global, okay. So if you could show them that real quick, and then we're going to hop over to their embracing the sustainable development goals in Jesus's name. Oh, Oh, that really just bothers me. Yeah, go ahead and jump to that because I'm going over here. The fact that they they take Jesus's name, following Jesus globally. Now this is on uh, what what did you say? This Lausanne movement. Lausanne.org. Okay. Yep. Lausanne.org. It's called Following mm-hmm. Jesus Globally, Engaging the World Through Global Integration. Folks, I'm going to tell you, this is the devil talking. This is straight out of, uh, what is it, Matthew 4, where Jesus is taken up on a high hill and he's told, oh, make bread uh, because you're hungry. You've been on a fast for 40 days. Hey, bow down and worship me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. This is the same kind of nonsense. This is the same kind of talk. That the devil talks. Why? Because these people's daddy is the devil. I mean, there's. Tell us what's going on here, um, Lynn. Okay. Well, if you look at this particular website, you're going to see several scriptures quoted as to their justification for why they're using Jesus to embrace the sustainable development goals. You'll see how they have come up with their own global integration. And it's through that particular integration, Tim that they said, oh, we'll just go hang out with the United Nations on this one. It's absolutely incredible. I, I mean, they're sitting here quoting things like Romans 8, 18 to 25, and we await and yearn for our full adoption as the children of God. Um, the uh, Let's see what else they have. At the same time, we as believers are called to rest in Christ's reconciliation and renewal of all things in heaven and earth. And, you know, I agree with all of that. I agree that that's what we are. That's what the Scripture says. But this idea of this global member care, and it's tied, what is this tied around? It looks to me like it's really tied around basically an earth worship. 
it's tied to, and it, if you go on and scroll down, it's tied to, they keep, well, they start with scripture, they keep building their argument about how we have to, you know, take care of each other, you know, and all this stuff, we have to have common ground, we have to partner, you know, for all kinds of uh, ways that we can care for each other. And that's why it says here, our humanity care work in mission is based primarily from Geneva, a strategic platform for connecting relationally and contributing relevantly. All right, you keep going, and here it says, it includes regular interactions with personnel and events in the United Nations, the World Health Organization, international non-government organizations, and faith-based organizations. Hence, there are several materials, perspectives, and news items that we review to inform our world and regularly share with colleagues. So you've taken, you've taken Jesus and you've watered him down to be a global minion. Through this mindset you have, no wonder people are confused as to who Jesus is or who God is. Well, yeah, and it's and a large part is because, again, we go back to Deuteronomy 6, parents haven't passed that down to their children. That's the first thing. The second thing is the churches have become soft, weak, and uh, how, what is the term that they use? User-friendly. They're looking for mm-hmm. seekers. Well, the Bible tells us in Romans 3, there is none who seek after God. There is none righteous, no, not one. They're, 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 it talks about going from the, the lips to the tongue to the throat. All the way down, they are corrupt, and so I, you know, it's no. These are people who don't know the Bible. They pick and choose what they want to do. They take it out of a context. Sure, they may have some things that are true, and you say, "Well, Tim, doesn't this sound? This is what the Bible says." Yeah, but you know what? The devil quoted scripture too, and he's real good at quoting it. The problem is he leaves out certain key points, or he takes something out of context. Remember, he told Jesus, he says, "Why don't you throw yourself off the temple here?" The Bible says, the scripture says that God will not allow you, your, your, your foot to be, to, for you to dash your foot against a stone. The angels are going to uphold you. And Jesus goes, wait a minute, uh, there devil. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. You don't go up to the top of the Empire State Building and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to demonstrate how powerful God is and how real he is. And I'm going to throw myself off here and he's going to send his angels to catch me. That's just stupid. But that's what the devil wants you to believe in other areas, isn't it? And isn't that what he's putting out before you? And I agree. Hang on. Let me let me answer something. Nanette is <laughs> joining in by Periscope, and she said, his elect will not be deceived. I completely agree, Nanette. I completely agree with you um, that the issue is if they are deceived, they're only deceived for a short while, but he opens their eyes to those things. Some people don't grasp the meteor things of the word, and so they can easily be swayed back and forth and so we're told in the scripture not to be swayed back and forth by every wind of doctrine right so we're to take in the milk and then we're to take in the meat we're to grow in the grace and the knowledge of the lord jesus christ go ahead lynn well i just wanted to point out you know the the underlying theme with with all this garbage is you know there's supposed to be all this justice there's supposed to be all this harmony and peace and thriving and this and that and the other and if you look at the militant ways in which it is coming through i mean we have people who call themselves social justice warriors and what they do is they basically bully you out of your belief or try to bully you out of your belief to accept all this 
sustainability garbage. And it's increasing through these types of relationships. It's increasing through the presence of the active Satanism that is going on in our after-school programs or this earth worship that is going on in our communities. And we need to understand that these people who are leading these sorts of activities are opening this up to anyone and everyone because we all have to sing Kumbaya and, and you know, uh, 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 relish in the fact that, you know, the earth is really our lover when, no, it's not. And this is one of the dangerous things that we're running up again because these educational opportunities are not just for our children. This is meant, as we have said countless times, Tim, this is meant for everyone because the Declaration of the Human Rights for the United Nations, Article 29, gives no one and out when it comes to embracing this garbage. And that's where we're going next. So if you want to show that. Yep, I've got it up. I'm pulling it up as you speak. Yeah. Why don't you read that? Uh, which part? The the part that you talked about or the preamble here? No, the uh, the Article 29. How, how nobody can escape this. Let me scroll down here because we got a bunch of articles. <laughs> yep. All right. Our Article 29 says everyone has, a, has duties to the community in which alone the free and full development of his personality is possible. In the exercise of his rights and freedom, everyone shall be subject only to such limitations as are determined by law solely by the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and of meeting the just requirements of morality, public order, and the general welfare in a democratic society. It's funny that they keep bringing that up even though we're not a democratic society here. Uh, These rights and freedoms may in no case be exercised contrary to the purpose and principles of the United Nations. (laughs) Interesting. Lynn? Is that not just interesting? Well, yeah. Now, let me ask you something. Um, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers here by asking it. Is the Trump administration on with this? Absolutely. All right. So when he gives all this strong talk at the U.N., which, by the way, great speech at the UN. Almost every time he goes, great speech about what he says. But if they're continually backing this kind of stuff that's anti-American, that puts the UN above the United States and above God's law, even though we've got these these organizations dressing themselves in the thin veneer of Christianity, isn't that problematic for Americans? You know, it should be, but you look at all the lemmings who are are just, you know, flocking to, to, as you've said, either dog bolt. They're not, they're not thinking for themselves. You know, as as, uh, Bradley quotes, what is it, Spurgeon, about it's bad to to have someone else's brain in your head. Well, Well, that's what we're seeing happen. And, you know, everybody, oh, well, Trump's, you know, this, that, and the other. No, you look at the way his whole family are disciples for the U.N. through STEM, through the career tech education. I mean, Trump would rather have barely educated workforce idiots than people who can think for themselves. And the reason I say that is because you look at how many pieces of legislation he has signed or executive orders that he has uh, unconstitutionally put into place that promotes STEM and apprenticeships and workforce development. 
And that's just the tip of the uh, Agenda 21 uh, and 2030, because if people are not connecting what we're talking about today between the Gaiaism and the satanic and the, you know, mocking Jesus's name and, and, and watering down the gospel. It's simply this, that because the UN has these in place and the sustainable development goals are thoroughly entrenched in our schools, communities, and churches, the Gaia satanic portion is already attached, but it's being deceiving when it comes across as being you're doing something good and helpful in the way you live and the way you take care of the earth when actually you're playing right into the agenda, which is to be a collective nobody. No, that's exactly right. And just so people don't get the wrong idea and start going, oh, you're going to vote for Biden. You know what? Biden and them support it, too. Guys, oh, absolutely, this they is, do. Yeah, and this is the point that we've been making. Don't call us Trump bashers. Don't call us Trump haters. Telling the, I mean, we're you're like those people that Paul addressed in the New Testament. Says, "Am I your enemy because I tell you the truth?" Um, you know, no matter who's in that White House, it seems no matter who it is, no matter what you think of them, no matter what they say, they keep pushing this same agenda forward. And what? And look, I got to tell you, what can you expect from Donald Trump? He's got uh, his house is decorated with Apollo's the sun god in there in gold. You've never seen something so gaudy. If you people would pay attention, uh, this guy's an idolater. He loves the praise of men. Now, I'm not saying he hasn't done some good things because I've reported on that, but I'm saying it's the same thing that you're going to get with a Democrat guy, except you're going to probably get it more with the mask off with the Democrat guy than you are Donald Trump. Donald Trump masquerades it and deceives you like the devil, okay, which is his daddy. I know he says that he's this, that, and the other, but you watch. The guy doesn't know a a, a hint of Scripture. He doesn't know it. He just doesn't. And that's been proven on national television when he's asked about his favorite Bible verse. But this kind of stuff gets promoted, even in this administration where everybody thinks it's quote-unquote Christian. That's all I'm trying to point out. I'm not trying to attack Donald Trump. I'm saying this is an administration that claims it's Christian that it's against Islam, that it is for the rule of law and all this, and yet no justice, the promotion of things like this and education. You know, Lynn, unless the people stand up and quit playing political parties, whether it's Republican or Democrat, I don't care what party you're with. If you don't have the good sense to see what's being promoted to your children that you willingly send to these public indoctrination centers, okay, then you're going to get what you deserve. But if you have some courage, if you have some real hope, you don't trust politicians to do what you should be doing as mom and dad. That's what I'm going to say. You should be doing this for your kids. You should be teaching them the law of God, the word of God, math and writing and read. That's what you should be doing, mom and dad, not the school union teacher board or whatever they are in whatever your state is, or the politicians at the federal level or the state level or even the local level. You should be doing that, and you should be opposed to all of this. I don't know why more parents aren't upset about this, Lynn. Well, here's one thing I'm going to say. When when people start going, oh, well, you know, you're one side or the other, they're tripping over pennies and missing the big picture here. The big picture is the fact that this is not just in the public school. You, I dare you today, for the rest of your day, to, to pick up a book, pick up a newspaper, watch TV, 
take a walk, go to the grocery store, go somewhere and tell me you don't see some sort of go to the library, you know, wh- whatever you can do. But but look at the the just absolute boatload of indoctrination that is visible just by not even being in a school to to all this stuff. Okay, for example, I've gone to the grocery store while I've I've been taking care of my daughter, and even the shopping bags say, you know, you have to do something good for for Earth or, or, you know, that sort of thing. It is in every part of our society, so it cannot, I mean, this is why when Every Student Succeeds Act helped promote some of this garbage, Tim, it said it had to be accessible all the educational resources had to be accessible all the time 365 days a year 24 7 because no child should be denied a quality uh education with resources and where do you think a lot of this garbage is it's on the stupid computer so it is everywhere in our communities it's not just our public school system. I mean, have a conversation with someone about uh, sustainability right now. I mean, yeah, we're supposed to help sustain the world, but not to the extent in which the UN is taking it to the point of Earth is more important than people. I mean, it's totally twisted. It absolutely is. And one of the things about social justice is it was even woven into the Lucanne Covenant. It's woven into Gaiism. It's woven into Satanism. It's woven into the Sustainable Development Goals. It's everywhere. No, I completely agree. Let me address something from Nanette. She says, um, is all of this not happening according to God's will? I believe it is. He controls all, right? He said he'd send strong delusion. Well, Nanette, I agree with you. Um, I believe that the indication of strong delusion was specific for a, a time, but again, there's application. God does this as part of judging nations. Deuteronomy 28, uh, he established that with uh, Israel. And then Leviticus 26 says that he key, he continues to increase his judgments. We see that in the book of Revelation where he brought that upon Israel in the first century. Over and over and over, he intensified those judgments because he said he would. Deuteronomy 28, go back and read it, folks. This is not, this, what we're experiencing is not that, it is an application of that. That's the point. Those curses were for his covenant people. And you know what? America has been a covenant people of God. So is Britain. So is the UK. They've been a covenant people of God. And you and we and me, we're getting what God said he was going to give to a disobedient people. You people can bury your head in the sand and say, oh, all is well, as Lynn was making reference to a minute ago, unicorns and I'll throw in rainbows, um, all of these kinds of things. It will all be well because Trump will deliver us or the Democrat Party will deliver us if you're on that side or the Republican Party will deliver us or whatever. The UN will deliver us if you bought into this stuff already. They're not going to deliver you. They're going to enslave you. That's the point. And if you read Deuteronomy 28, that's exactly what God says happens to a disobedient people. The people from outside come in. They begin to take over. You don't, you're not the head. You're the tail. You become, you become the tail. 
in this whole in this whole scenario. So if you're wondering why foreigners are starting to populate the U.S. Congress, violating the law all over the place, examples, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, those are some examples. We go to, uh, what's his name, Al Green down there in Texas, um, uh, the other guy that said uh, the public schools ought to be done after madrasas, the Islamic madrasas. I forget the guy's name right off the bat now. But all of these people are in your Congress. They're having a voice now. Now, why is that? Well, some people say, well, it's because Article 6 says there's no religious test oath. That doesn't apply to you, the people who elect these people. I just want to remind you, you can put whatever test oath you want to put on somebody asking for your vote. And if those people aren't Christian, guess what, Christian? You shouldn't be voting for them. I'm just going to tell you, you shouldn't be voting for them. All you're doing is voting for somebody who's of less morality and your worldview than you are. And so you're going to get what you elect, what you vote for. Now, Lynn, let me uh, pitch this over to you because we haven't hit on the Satanism issue yet. Um, Even though, look, practically... Earth worship is Satanism. Every religion that is out there is Satanic because it deviates from the truth that God has given us through the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, there's just, there is no other message. Uh, If people reject the gospel of grace, where God does something for them that they cannot do themselves, namely raise themselves spiritually from the dead, give them faith, Give them repentance, turning from sin. Give them the ability to do good works, Ephesians 2.10. If if they have something else other than that, where it's pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps, um, as the Roman Catholic Church kind of presents as well, uh, or it's going into, I forget the term that's used, uh, it's sort of a euphoria, in yourself, it's gaining something with it. Lose, you know, not taking your mind and making it blank, uh, so that you don't have feelings and this, that, and the other. I think this is part of Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, a lot of those kinds of things. If you go into these kinds of kinds of religions, you find something where it's always about man doing something. Christianity, not Judaism, not even Judaism, folks. Just so you understand. If you're buying that lie that Judaism is the same thing as an Abrahamic faith, no, it's not. Paul said those who, are, who have the same faith as Abraham are children of Abraham. And Jesus said those who came from the line of Abraham, who were purporting to be children of Abraham but wanted to kill him, were children of the devil. So Christianity is the only religion, if you can even call it a religion. I, I, I don't even know that I like the term because James says pure and undefiled religion is, you know, looking after widows and orphans. But if you want to call it a world religion, it is the only one, biblically speaking, that says God is the one who has done for men, sinful men, criminal men who have violated his law, what criminal men could not do for themselves. Uh, What do we got here in your research here on the issue of Satanism? Oh, well, let's see here. You've got, um, let's see, if you go back in my archives, Tim, and I know we're we're kind of limited on time. No, you take as long so as you need. You we go, have to go over, we'll do that. Well, okay. Um, if you go back in the archives and you look at my different articles on it, it shows you the after-school clubs that are available to all the kids. I think um, I've got examples of the coloring books. But base, the basic uh, thing of it is that you use 
the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and math to just, you know, manipulate uh, your feelings through the social and emotional aspects of it, which goes into the attitude of there's no heaven, there's no hell, there's really not a devil, he's not all that bad. That's what is working into this Gaia. This is what's working into the Declaration of Human Rights, even in the Luzanne Convention. I mean, these are the attitudes that are coming, and it's shaping or reshaping attitudes, values, and beliefs, which was the entire goal behind Agenda 2030, was to change America from the inside out so that we would never suspect it was the United Nations. No, we would just do it because we were being good social justice uh, idiots um, who happened to just want a better world. Okay. All right. So what are some of the things that we're we're talking about here, Lynn? Um, Because you've got... um... Oh, you've you brought up in your I don't know if this is the latest ready for radical upheaval. I don't know if that was the one uh, where you're touching a little bit on that. Um, the International Socialist Review called OSW. Yep, that's it. Yeah, we're, that's where I was headed. Okay? OK, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So social justice is not that far removed from socialism. And we understand that a lot of what is going on in our communities, in our nation, in our education system, be it public, private, whatever, um, that socialism is really has has really just taken over. It's not coming. It's already here. It's been here, and it's really ramping up. And Occupy Wall Street was one of the examples. But now here was here's how that ties to education because that was a very uh, it's, it started out as a protest, which, you know, we're, we're guaranteed the right to protest, but then it went all kinds of places it didn't need to go to. Well, the International Socialist Review picked that event up, and they were likening it to, you know, Stalin or Lenin. And it was just like, you've got to be kidding me. So I included that so that folks could see. But here's what's interesting about the people behind Occupy Wall Street. They got in touch with the opt-out education movement that was popular a few years back, if you'll remember. And one of the kingpins for that one, Tim, was the fallacy of school choice, which we covered very well yesterday, that has permeated Congress like you wouldn't believe. But that little part of fascism and socialism has been trying to be implemented in America in the education system legally since probably the 80s. Well, no, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, let me address one thing coming in the um, in the chat from Scott. Um, I'm going to address you, man, uh, because, you know, I'm sorry that somebody beat you over the head with a Bible. OK, uh, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to tell you what the word of God says. Um, and I can't make you think one way or the other. And if somebody beat you with the Bible to use it as a whip, the Bible speaks against that, not to lord it over one another, because we're supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ when we come into the church. That's what we're supposed to be. But Scott says, you can't have a created religion with nothing to explain it, so you have to use the Bible. We are God, Satan, the universe, all in one. We are one in a collective consciousness. Dude, have you been taking acid? I'm just curious. Have you been uh, following the same road as Jim Morrison? 
because it's going to take you to the same end that he that he ran into too. Okay, I don't know how you say we're God and Satan at the same time. A God is light; in Him there is no darkness. Is what the Scripture teaches us. That's not true of Satan. Satan is always deceiving. Satan is always killing, stealing, destroying. So when you say such things, you are saying it out of ignorance. If somebody beat the Bible into you, I would think you would at least know what the Bible says in order to make a statement like you said. Well, I mean, look, I have no problem with the plant. Scott says he smokes weed. I have no problem with the plant. God made plants. He said every seed-bearing plant is good for food. He said that right there in the first part of the Bible. No problem with that. But here's the problem I have is with what you're saying that God says or what your idea of that is. Yeah, but that's that's completely wrong, Scott. We have a good side and a bad side. That's Satan and God. No, it's not. No, it's not. If God, if in him is light and there is no darkness, you can't have Satan on the flip side because there is no flip side, dude. This is where you're not applying scripture totally. You're following your father, the devil, and the command to you, Scott. And I say this with all love. I really do. I Again, people will testify on this show. I want people to, to be my friend. I don't want them to be my enemy. But I'm not going to... I'm not gonna, um, set the truth aside so they be my friend the command to you scott is to repent of your idolatry and anybody else who thinks like this i would love scott for you to friend me on facebook you are welcome to call me we'll talk on the phone that's that's how open i am ask anybody in the chat room that's how i am you can talk to me and i'll talk to you i'm not here to embarrass you but if you're going to come out and put this stuff in front we need to distinguish what's going on here and you're muddying the waters here as to between the truth and the lie. And that's a problem. Uh, if I go and save someone's life tomorrow, then I am of God's way. No, not necessarily. What are you saving their life for? Are you saving it for the glory of God, Scott? Or are you saving it for your glory or for your own conscience? Huh? What are you doing there? I'm talking to you, too. So here's the thing. Friend me on Facebook. And we'll talk after the show. Lynn, we're going to close out the show here in just a, a few minutes. you got 10 seconds. Tell people where they can find out more about you, and we'll continue on the other side. Okay, CommonCoreDiva.com. Oh, well, that was quick. <laughs> you, you can also <laughs> find her on a lot of other places, too. Uh, but Common Core Diva. And, Lynn, when we, close out, when we finally close out the show, we'll do this, and we'll... Um, We'll give you opportunity to share all the other places. Guys, 23 hours. Hopefully, Don Blankenship, Constitution Party, tomorrow. See ya. Okay, we're back after the radio. You guys, uh, anybody coming in from Red State Talk Radio, we appreciate you joining us right now. And uh, appreciate you very much for that. And by the way, Scott, I mean that. I mean that honestly. Uh, friend me on Facebook. Um See Timothy Brown. You can find me on, on Facebook, okay? And I'll be the one with my wife and all the kids there. Uh, friend me. I'd be happy to be your friend. And let's have a conversation. We can talk over Facebook. Uh, I'd prefer not text. Uh, phone would be great. Um, and uh, and I'll, I'll give you my phone number. You can call me. Um, and uh, we'll talk. I, I, I'm not here to, to de- denigrate you. 
if somebody's been abusive to you with the Bible, that needs to be addressed too. Um, I recognize that some people, they do that. Um, but you're welcome to, to do that. I, I'd love to, to make friends with you, and I'd love to help you in this, in this issue. I really would. I, this isn't a thing about I don't gain anything from it. I really don't. I don't gain money. I don't gain popularity or any of this stuff. Okay. So if you want to, call, if you want to friend me on Facebook, I'd love it. Uh, I'd love to, to, to meet you and talk with you. Um, so feel free to, to friend me and reach out to me. I'd, I'd love that very much. Uh, okay, Lynn, I'm sorry. I got into some addressing certain things in chat that I see. And, um, I, uh, I'd, I'd love for you to continue what you've got here because we've got a few more things that I think the, the viewing audience needs to see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not a problem. Um, the reason I wanted to go with the Occupy Wall Street was not only did they, uh, with their socialistic um, militants, help uh, try to promote the opt-out and the school choice and that sort of thing, was because they are the people behind Occupy Wall Street can also be tied to Antifa, as well as the uh, fact that they are planning a siege on the White House. And if you look at the image, I know Sons of Liberty published an article showing that that image where siege was in these big scary letters. Um, this is something people need to understand. This socialistic group has its hand in politics, education, and uh, Antifa, yeah. So you really should be paying attention if you think it's just about education or if you think, you know, I'm an idiot. Well, you know, I didn't make all this stuff up. I give you the link so you can find it for yourself so you can read and make up your own mind. I'm just I'm just chatting to bring these points up. No, I agree. And uh, one of the things you said was uh, the group behind Occupy Wall Street planning a 50-day White House siege. Now, we've reported on that at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well through Election Day. I think it's 50 days or something that they've, they've yeah. listed out. 50 days. Now, here's the thing. I've read the tweets that they have. They're not looking to protest. They're looking to overthrow. There's a difference, folks. There's a difference in a peaceful protest. And I tried to make this distinct in articles that we've written, the articles that we've put out. Uh, on the radio show to say, wait a minute, protesting is protected under the First Amendment. Insurrection, inciting insurrection, is not. And look, I know Thomas Jefferson said, you know, it's the right of the people to dissolve whatever government and establish new government to secure their liberties. He didn't mean what Antifa, BLM, these White House siege people mean. Now, here's what I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Those, and, and, and for those who support Trump, look, I want to ask you something. Knowing what these people have put out on Twitter, I have to ask you. Article 2, Section 3 says the president, that is Donald Trump at this moment, is supposed to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. I want to ask you something. Those of you who support Trump, why are these people putting out these things that are inciting insurrection and organizing insurrection at the White House? Your the people's white the people's White House, your house, people, yours. 
Why are they not being arrested and charged openly? I'm not talking about a Russian Gestapo snatch and grab with no names on the side, on their shirts. Uh, you know, I heard this guy this this week. Oh, well, why should we put their names on so they can be a target of this, that, and the other? Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm not even with the federal government. I don't get paid by them. I don't get paid by George Soros. No matter who tells you that, you can look at my bank account and you can obviously determine that. Um we live paycheck to paycheck like most of you guys, okay? That's why I encourage you, support the Sons of Liberty. If you can do it, if you can't, we understand that. Support the Sons of Liberty. But the fact of the matter is, is this. You've got these people doing it, and the guy who has the power, the constitutional power, to bring them to justice is not doing it. I know you QAnon people. I know you're buying into everything Q lays out, even though you don't have a clue as to who the person or people behind it is. But the fact of the matter is, read the Constitution. It says he is to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. And you know what's happening? None of it is happening. Well, Dave, quit supporting evil. I'm going to tell you. So is Trump. Quit supporting the evil. Quit talking about how you justify your support of the lesser of two evil. And as Charles Spurgeon said, when you're confronted with the choice of the lesser of two evil, choose neither one of them. I'm going to tell you, let me give this. I'm going to see if I can get my friend Bo on. Because Bo came out of communist Bulgaria. And I had a conversation with him one time. And here's what he said. He said, Tim, I was on the front lines. I got actual beatings. I didn't get verbal beatings. I got beat with a stick for sticking up with other people and standing against the communist regime there. And he says, by the way, we had voting. And you could vote for one or two parties if you wanted to do that. But in the end, you got communism. And he said, here's what broke the back. Now listen very carefully, people. Those of you who vote your fear. Well, I'm I'm voting for Trump because I'm scared of Biden. What... um. Our friend Dave said in the chat, Biden is mainly channel damaged. Well, well, Dave, but not to vote is a vote for the opposition. No, no, it's not, Dave. How about voting for somebody? You've got 1,100 candidates for president. How about voting for somebody that you actually believe in rather than voting your fear of the other candidate? You know, the Bible tells us not to fear, Dave. It tells us not to do that. And this is the problem in America. People vote their fear of the quote-unquote other candidate when there are a myriad of candidates. And we're going to have one of them on tomorrow, Lord willing, Don Blankenship from the Constitution Party, which, by the way, the Constitution Party actually holds their candidates to the Constitution. If those candidates go off the reservation, they cut ties with them, by the way, just so you know. And they're the third largest party in America, not the Libertarian Party. They're behind them. The Libertarian Party is behind the Constitution Party. So when I say this, what I'm trying to get you people to think of is outside of the matrix that's been wrapped around your mind by the mainstream media that you say you don't believe and the two-party system which you say you don't believe in. You don't have any trust in. This is what America says. So, Lynn, when we've got this going on, the question I have is, why isn't the Trump administration, why isn't the FBI or whoever 
you know, gone and arrested these people setting up the White House siege that starts September the 17th? Why haven't they gone and immediately arrested these people for insurrection? I, do you have a comment on that? I know this isn't your forte, but why haven't they done that? Uh, you know, I, I'm stymied because if if we even thought about trying to pull something like this off as we the people, we would be in jail so quick it would not even be funny. So why, if you have this much attention and you know that a big problem's coming and you've not done everything you can to stop that problem so there is as little damage as possible, I don't know. But some of my... Um, some of my friends who have a pulse on the uh, financial aspect, because believe you me, this is going to impact finances as well, uh, because that's part of the, the social justice garbage, you know. That's what Occupy Wall Street was, was in a tizzy over, if you want to really get down to brass tacks. They, were, they started out protesting about finances, and my point is this is if you listen to those who have their pulse on the financial aspect of all this. Trump's not going to do a darn thing. Nobody's going to do anything. They're just going to let it happen and let the chips fall where they may because they need that to happen so that they can continue undermining uh, our system. No, I I completely agree. And you know what? There's a part of me that I agree with what the idea was for Occupy Wall Street. Because Wall Street has become, look, folks, again, I keep postponing this, and it's not because I'm wanting to do it or Victor's wanting to do it. There's a myriad of charts and information that you were lied to about the Trump economy, okay? I'm just telling you, there is. In fact, you may be surprised to see this. Even though I despise the usurper Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka, I despise the guy, okay? He wasn't a president. I'll never call him a president. He was a usurper. Even under him, the economy, in some instances, were actually better than under Trump. Despite what the mainstream media tells you, they eventually got on board, didn't they? They eventually became his friend with some of that. Oh, yeah, Mexico's paying for the wall. Did you guys hear that? That came from CNN, the least trusted name in news. And we have conservative outlets saying this stuff, too. And I'm like, what evidence do you have? Oh, Wall Street. You mean that big bubble that's blowing up and it's going to cost people a lot of money and it's going to eventually cost them their lives because they're going to lose it. Is that what you're talking about? Because the economy is more than that. This economy, the U.S. economy, is totally built on debt. Not profit, on debt. Over and over. And by the way, you're paying for it if you pay your taxes. You're paying for it. One point five trillion dollars went out this year by the hand of Donald Trump. And don't tell me about Congress. They were a part of it too. But Donald Trump could have vetoed it. He could have stopped anything. He wanted the Federal Reserve to flood Wall Street with $1.5 trillion. Don't tell me he loves America. Don't tell me that stuff. And then he engages his Treasury Department to buy trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars worth of securities. Folks, that is the very definition of communism. We went from fascism, where he's working with public-private partnerships, and Lynn has brought this up over, Lynn, we've done this over and over and over, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's worked the fascist angle in public-private partnerships, just like his predecessors. He's no different. 
He's no different. He's working that fascist angle, and then he's going to go the full communist route of buying up securities through the Treasury Department. And, and people are deceived into thinking, well, Donald Trump has become the head of the Federal Reserve. He's over that. It doesn't matter. What does the Constitution say is supposed to be paid, uh, debts are supposed to be paid in? Greenbacks? IOUs? No, it says gold and silver. Read your Constitution. Know your Constitution and don't come at me saying, well, you're just a Trump hater. No, I'm pointing out what the law is and what the guy's doing. And Congress, too. Look, it isn't just on Trump. It's a Pelosi. It's a uh, McConnell. It's a Schumer. It's a McCarthy. All of these guys, I don't care what political party, they're pushing the same agenda against you. And you think I'm attacking you? I'm just showing you they're against you. Why don't you join the side that's on the law? Why don't you get on the Lord's side? You know, Lynn, you sent something the other day from Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Huffington Post is left wing. We all get it. I get it. I've read Andrew Breitbart's book on righteous indignation. I know he was there to start Huffington Post. And they were to to out the quote-unquote left, if you will, Whatever that means anymore, okay? Um, I don't even know that anybody can actually define right and left anymore. I just choose to go with, here's what the law says. And I think that's a safe place to be. Here's what the Bible says, and that's what that's a safe place to be, okay? So you have that going on, and you sent me something from a guy who said, the Lord um, Authorize, I forget the exact terminology of the, the headline. He authorized the executive orders, which, by the way, people start counting him up. Trump is right up there with Obama in three and a half years of executive orders as to what Obama had in eight. And you people complained about Obama with the executive orders. Trump has had them too. What did that guy say, Lynn? He said something about the Lord had said this was okay. He was trying to bring Christianity into that. And I'm like, what? What planet did you come oh, from? Oh, it was, it was, I think it was something about the fact that the Lord's okay with the fact that, you know, we're going to cut payroll taxes and, and that sort of thing. I think that was, I think it was it. Um, I'm going to try to find it and just pull it up so people can see it. Uh, okay, here's one. This is going to be from USA Today. Uh, it wasn't from, then they may be picking it up a different place, but this is from William Cummings. The Lord and the Founding Fathers created executive orders, says Peter Navarro. That's the guy. Oh, that defending, was it. That was it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Defending Trump move. Now, the, the Huffington Post was a different title. Um, but here's what he said. The Lord and the Founding Fathers created executive orders because of partisan bickering and divided government. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They did it in order to have the president instruct those under his command to do what the law lays out. That's what they, it wasn't about partisan bickering or divided government. He says, that's what we have here. Navarro said in a, uh, on NBC news press, uh, excuse me, NBC's news, meet the press on Saturday, Trump signed four executive orders intended to help Americans struggling financially during the pandemic. The orders approve an additional 400,000 in weekly unemployment benefits. I want to ask you something, America, where does the, where to show me, in Article 2, where the president has the authority to do such a thing. He doesn't. He usurped authority in this matter. This is why everybody's going like, wait, what? The states are going, what's going on here? Read your Constitution. Who has the power of the person? It ain't the president. 
It's Congress. Congress determines legislation. He also suspend payments on some student loans, protect some Americans from eviction, and allow employers to defer payroll taxes. Navarro's divine attribution for the origin, which is just ridiculous. This is what I'm talking about, about people who don't know their Bible and don't know their Constitution. Okay? This is what they buy into. They say, oh, this is great. Here's a question for Navarro. Was that in the Old Testament or the New Testament? Or perhaps the Quran? <laughs> Tweeted Harvard Law School professor Lawrence Tribe. Good question. Because it isn't in either, and it isn't in the Constitution either. Another Twitter, uh, another Twitter person said, yes, and the dinosaurs signed the Declaration of Independence. Get this babbling sleazeball idiot off TV. And here's the tweet from Lawrence Tribe saying what he said. I mean, what do you do here, Lynn? Uh, a Pete, look, over and over, we repeat what Hosea says. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And specifically, that talks about knowledge of the lack of God. If you forget me, God says, I'll forget your children. We're talking about education. Is God being forgotten within education land? If he is, is he not fulfilling his word there? Well, absolutely. He's being forgotten. He's also being mocked. He's being watered down. Um, you know, this is part of that, that social justice garbage that, um, and I know I keep going back to that, but there's a point, and that is that the militant attitude from Occupy Wall Street, not just the protest part, okay, because that was the legal part, but the other part, all those those terrible things that happened, you know, the sit-ins, the, the, the sieges, all that, that has been woven into lesson plans for education at all ages. And um, in the archives, you'll find the resources to access those so that you can see just how much it, it's really been slammed in our faces about we have to be this certain way. We have to think this certain way. We have to act this certain way. And it's not necessarily godly. It's, it's absolutely just unhinged. And it bothers me tremendously that we have that because woven into all that, Tim, again, the sustainability garbage, the case system that you've seen in communism before, and manipulating your supplies such as food and water. That's what's coming at us. No, it absolutely is. And uh, Lynn, I I appreciate all your efforts. I, I sometimes get off on the... Um, preaching mode of me. I apologize for that. Well, I don't apologize for it. I, I just apologize for taking up your time that you want to present all this stuff because I think all of these things go hand in hand. When we're talking about a presentation of Satanism, of earth worship, and it's being funded by the federal government who is told in the First Amendment that they can make no law establishing a religion, and you go, well, you're wanting to establish the Christian religion. No, I'm not. The Christian religion is established. That is the foundation of our country. Go back and even read the 1983 public law resolution by the Congress signed by President Reagan that said the Bible was foundational for our law. People, this is not hard to understand. We don't impose 
Christianity upon people that they have to be Christian. We don't do that. We don't do that at all. Because true Christians know only God can make somebody a Christian. He can only, only God can raise somebody from the dead. Only God can give people faith. Only God can give them true repentance. Only God can produce real good works in them. Because otherwise, if left to ourselves, let me tell you what we'd be. A bunch of savages. And I'm telling you right now, we're fixing to see the savage come out in our country. I'm not a prophet or the son of a prophet. I'm just telling you, I see where it goes, what God has said, how he'll bring judgment. And we're going to see it unless we do some massive repentance among the people who listen to the show, who name the name of Christ. And throughout the country, if we don't get our act together, why in the world will we expect the world to get their act together? Why? The Bible says judgment judgment begins at the house of God. It's on us. It's on me. It's on Lynn. It's on those of you who listen. It's on those who name the name of Christ. If you want to sit here inside with what God condemns, sodomy, uh, unjust weights and measurements, political idols, you're on your own. You're on your own in that. And you know what? You're going to get a just reward for that. Lynn, uh, let's close out the show unless you've got something else you want to bring. Uh, tell people the all the only, places. Go ahead. Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to show them was to, to let you see those uh, images of what is now being trotted out over social media, which is actually accessible to kids of all ages and adults of shaming people for using their freedom of expression, which is guaranteed in our First Amendment, to the fact of what little emojis they might stick on their text messages or their pictures or whatever. And the whole, and I hope you're showing it right now as I'm speaking. I, I don't have the that. Whole, the, the only, whole, um, Lynn, the only, thing, the only thing I have from the Google documents is CS, CCS Aligned Social Justice. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's the Facebook one with all the images. Oh, okay. All right. I'll bring yeah. that up and I'll, well, it says the page yeah. you requested cannot be displayed right now. So they must have pulled that oh, down. Oh, poo. Oh, poo. Well, you know what? <laughs> um, let's see here. No, it's not coming up. Well, okay. If you have access to Instagram, okay, you can go in and you can find, um, just to, all right, even if you don't have Instagram, go in and do a search for, uh, uh, let's see, socially appropriate emojis because this one person put together like 20 slides tim of okay if you're white these are the emojis that you really should be using if you're trying to be culturally sensitive to those who you say you support and it goes by skin color as to who can who should be using not who who not demanding you do it but just going hey you know what if you're doing it in the name of trying to to show racial equality and you're doing this then you're doing it wrong and here's the way to do it well who the heck made this person who came up with these images the authoritative purpose or person to be doing this but this is what's going on and our kids are accessing it and it doesn't matter where they go to school yeah lynn what is the thing you said socially what uh Socially, uh, oh shoot, I don't know what I said. <laughs> so socially conscious of, of uh, I don't know, but anyway, uh, BLM came up in it, 
and BLM is tied to Antifa, which is tied to the Occupy Wall Street, which has gotten its hands into education and its socialism and its embracing all this. So this is how all this stuff, it's just like dominoes. And it's, it's amazing to me people aren't seeing it. Okay. All right. What we're going to do is I'm going to let Lynn find out what that is because I've tried to look it up here uh, for emojis and stuff. And uh, Lynn, if you'll send that to me, what we'll do is we'll put that in the arc socially appropriate. Thank you very much. Uh, Beverly, we appreciate you very much. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you because that's bad. I didn't even know what I said. That's bad. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see if I can bring it up right quick, right quickly. Um, you know, I might could go back in my archives uh, or activity log or whatever the stuff it is, but I don't want to take up airtime for that. No, we can fine. We can certainly do that and put it in the archives, okay? Okay, yeah. I'm going to let Lynn send it to me because I'm still not finding it with that. But uh, we appreciate you listening, uh, Beverly, as well as everybody in the chat room. We appreciate it very much. Um, yeah. Uh, so the only the only other thing that we probably need to bring up, okay, and that uh, that is from the closing. If you think you have no socialism already present in America, please pay attention. For you do, I do, and we all do. Our window of opportunity to fight this will not depend on our current administration or future administrations. It is up to us, we the people. Now, socialism doesn't bother you as far as your children from every aspect of their living and education being exposed. Then I hope that the Gaia Satan satanic un proof will and that's where i'm gonna leave it okay all right lynn uh by the way scott's still in the in the chat room scott friend me on facebook man um i'd love to talk with you i'll give you my phone number we can talk together you can hide your number if you need to do that if you think i'm going to chase you down or something i'm not going to do that uh love to talk with you because uh, you keep saying we form a god after our own actions no that's not the case um the bible was written long before i was here okay um, so I'm not doing anything to form a God to, if I, if I meet, miss the standard, that's on me. Okay. That's just on me. So, uh, okay. Yep. That'd be great. Scott, I don't have Facebook up because I have certain people from certain areas of the world who want to call me during the radio show. So I apologize. I'll get to them after I take a nap. So I'll get with you later this morning. And I appreciate that very much, Scott. I'd love to talk with you. And, uh, Lynn, tell people where they can find mm-hmm. out more about you and how they can support you at Common Core Diva. Okay, well, as I said before, CommonCoreDiva.com. There is a donate button uh, if you feel like you would like to financially bless me for what I do as a gift to you, then that is wonderful. If you don't, uh, that's okay, too. You know, share this message because this is really something that people need to know. You can find me on Parlor, You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on USA.life. You can find me on MeWe. You can find me on LocalActivist.org. I'm on Facebook both as Common Core Diva and in U.S. Parent Call to Action. And finally, you can find me on the Breaking News Journal that's available on Amazon or Firestick or uh, those sorts of platforms, Roku too. And uh, that's where you can find me. All right. That's Lynn Taylor, our Common Core Diva. And Lynn, as always, we appreciate you very much. Boy, you went over your time by half an hour. And I know you're taking care of your daughter and things. You guys, keep praying for uh, Lynn's daughter. Um, she's just having a little bit of complications, but it's not anything I don't think that's serious from our conversation. And uh, we appreciate you bringing this to the light, all the work that you do for parents, for children, uh, for Americans to stand up. And the, the work now is on, on us. It's on us as Americans to do what we need to do to stand up for our posterity. 
and it's just, and to do that for the glory of God. And if we don't do that, then folks, we have nothing to complain about. We're just as bad as those that we point the finger at on the other political side of the aisle. And so um, the encouragement that we have and the commandment that we have today is that we repent. You and I repent before God and see God do a mighty work in our country. But until we do that, we're not going to see that. We're going to continue to see the same old thing, except it's going to be intensified because it's the judgments of God. Read Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26. Guys, if you think God doesn't exist and he hasn't laid these things out, go read that and see if it isn't happening in your country today. And then you tell me there is no God because I won't believe you because God has already said these things long before they happen. He said, this is how he operates and we're to submit to him. Guys, you guys have a great day. 23 and a half hours, Lord willing. We're going to have Don Blankenship from the Constitution Party, presidential candidate for 2020, on with us. Actually, it's going to be a pre-record. I'm just going to let you know. We're going to do that this afternoon, so be in prayer for that. 4.30 this afternoon, Eastern Time. We're going to do the pre-record for that. I don't know if we'll go over the hour or not, because I hear this guy can be long-winded. We may go two hours. Who knows? Uh, But that'll be played for you tomorrow morning, Lord willing. Until then, see ya.